Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the BitSocket podcast. We're just going to go with episode 4 now. We're going to pretend the first episode, which we called um, Podcast Zero, was just episode 1 now. So, <laughs> I thought we were going to stick to the... I can't be bothered. <laughs> okay, fine. The this numbering. is episode 4 then. Yeah, that's good. So I am Scott White, your main presenter. And I'm Joe Menick, co-presenter B. Co-presenter B. Still looking for co-presenter A. Um, ho- hopefully it's going to be someone good. <laughs> It's going to have to be, because I mean, they're going to have to yeah. carry Joe like I've carried him. Yeah. For how many years? Uh, well, Too it's, many. Uh, it's, it's going on. One year's more than enough, so... Are we into our second decade now? I think um, we, are. we are. We are, actually, yeah. yeah. So we're into our second decade of knowing of each other. <laughs> We've got an action-packed, I'm going to say action-packed, okay. action-packed podcast where we're going to try and concentrate on getting some more features into the show, to be perfectly honest. It's, it's nice, the things we're doing before, and we're keeping... In fact, we're keeping pretty much everything, but we're adding some more as well. That's what, that's what it's all about. It's all about adding yeah, that extra value. Soon, we're, the BitSocket podcast is going to be like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, because it's going to be so top-heavy. So top-heavy. <laughs> like if we're just building on weak foundations, <laughs> lots and lots of... The weakest of foundations. <laughs> no. But let's start off in the grand style of podcasts, as usual. What have you been playing this week, What Scott? have I been playing this week? I've been playing Fire Emblem Awakening. All right. Is that that game that you years. bought a year ago and didn't touch? Do you know, I didn't even buy it. It was um, part of Nintendo's, like, <laughs> buy these games, get a game free. I remember this because you pleaded before to get a code so you could download it. You're like, oh, I really want to download it. I really oh, want to download it. And then you didn't even play it. I just put a wee thing in Twitter saying, does anyone have a code, an extra code I can register? Squeezing, gave squeezing it to our followers dry. I trade it, but no, it was a trade. I right. had a code, someone else had a code. It wasn't like bribery or like... <laughs> I didn't kidnap someone. So how is Fire Emblem? It's amazing. Yeah, it's like it's it's probably one of my favourite games on the two DS. The two DS. Two DS. What is? I'm playing it on a two DS. That's the way it works. All right. It's one. I think it's probably one of the best games for the three DS. Definitely play it. Yeah. Two DS. It's there's just so much going on with it. The characters are really well drawn, um, and I mean that. And the, they've got nice personalities. But they're also drawn nicely <laughs> as well. The combat's brilliant. It's just it's so. It's how many so guys? How fun. many guys have died? Well, it turns out um, I originally thought I was playing it on that mode. It turns out when I originally started, I must have gone for nobody dies. Oh, you're on easy mode. So pretty much, yeah. I, I think I'd probably rather play it like that because I'd hate to miss out on characters. I'm I'm the kind of person who will play a game through on normal the first time I play it, then go for hard. Mm. And I think that that version, I think if I played that version, I wouldn't have a lot of characters left. <laughs> It's always the same ones that die, though. It's always the game punishes you for leaving, like, or oh, you've left that one unit alone, idiot. And they'll just get cut down. Hmm. So, what have you been playing then? Uh, well, I finished off Tales of Zillia this Tales week. Of Zillia. That's, that's the game. I think you've mentioned that in every podcast. Well, that's, because, so that's because I picked it back up again recently and I thought, right, I need to finish this bloody game because I like mm. it. But, you know, RPGs, they, they take a little bit of concentration. You need to really get yourself into a yeah. place to play them. So, but, so, I finally finished Tales of Zillia this week. It's not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, I do love to. I, I, I like the Tales games, and I love Tales of Zillia, but the end just sort of went nowhere. I didn't really know hmm. why I was who the last boss. Well, I knew who the last boss was, but didn't know why I was fighting them because they seemed to be quite good pals a few hours before that. Yeah. And I, it's one of those ones. A lot of J, JRPGs have this problem where the story starts off really interesting, and then it gets really the characters start to join in as well, and then it just goes insane. And yeah. at that point, you just lose all. It's the, it's the Fahrenheit problem, you know. Was it annoying because the final boss wasn't God? Uh, yeah, well, that's that is actually one of the few JRPGs I've played. You don't kill God at the end, but Gutten. I know. Gutten. I just love games where you can kill God. I just want to kill him. Yeah. I just want to kill his face. <laughs> See when I do it, I'm going to stab him in the belly. And do you know what I'm going to say? 
9 11. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since I said that, I thought I'm going to cut that. I'm just not going to. Just keep that in. Enjoy that. Uh, it's his fault. I'm an ultimate truther. <laughs> oh, God. So, where did I go from there? Why did your podcast get taken off? I, know, oh well, I, I think it was Joe talking about it. It was a bit <laughs> Again. A fucking co presenter, bro. Repetitive content. Alright, so, so I need to make the most. I need to get through the rest of my JRPG list. So, what are you on to next? Lightning Returns. Sorry, Lightning Returns. 13. Oh, that'll be. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, like a... sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to fake you on there when you talked about that again. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, it does look quite good, but. Um, I've I've decided. Um, I mentioned last time I've got my list. That I've been working through. Uh, the list has changed. The list has changed because I get kind of bored playing Ico. <sighs> Can't believe. It, no, it, it's no right. It's a great game. It's just I think, and I think a lot of people would agree. It's not a game you can get powerfully enthusiastic over. <sighs> I'm no, I'm right. No, you're not. Calm down. You can't, I'm, calm powerfully, down. I'm powerfully enthusiastic right now. Can you <laughs> know, see? <laughs> I've decided to go into Skyward Sword. Good. So good man. There we go. So so what so. What are you saying about that then? So I'm not playing Ico, I'm playing Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword's better than Ico, so it's fine. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of folk out there who were a bit annoyed at me saying about my enthusiasm levels for Ico, but they were like, oh, I understand, Scott's a dick, that's fair enough. <laughs> and Joe's like, oh no, Skyward Sword is much better than Ico. Yes. And folk have just like snapped their own necks. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how you can't actually strangle yourself? Yeah. Some people just achieved that. <laughs> Some people just achieve uh, that. So, probably next time I'll be telling you about how I've given up on Skyward Sword and gone back to Azura's Wrath. <laughs> and Joe will just break his dick in half. Uh, so. <laughs> I hate using the word dick as well. Oh, God. So, what are we doing first then? What are we doing first? Well, up first in Time Honored. Well, this is episode four, so we can say yeah. Time Honored tradition. Uh, we're going to have five minutes in heaven. And I'm leaving it as a wee mystery until we go and play it. Cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Another week, another five minutes in heaven. So, what is it this week, Joe? Wait a minute, are we doing this weekly now? It feels like that, doesn't it? <laughs> Pro- probably not, but that's the way it's right. worked out this Today, week. Today, Scott is making me play Zombie U, which I've actually never played. And, honestly, I've not played it either. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it when I got my, my Wii U, and because it was a tenner. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, ten pounds for a Wii U game, brilliant. And it's sat on the shelf. And But every so often, I think, today's the day... Today's the day, <laughs> and it just I don't I still don't play it, which is my fault. Well, let's fix that right now. Let's fix that right now. So you let's get the timer, let's get the timer up here. This is also the first five minutes in heaven that's not been a PS4 game. How does that make you feel? I know it feels a bit dirty to be honest. I'm che- cheating on your PS4. So, your PS4 because it's not mine. <laughs> Look at it crying. Right. So one, two, three, start. Okay. Oh right, Miss. Oh, I've got a map on my screen and. Right, so find the previous survivor. Yeah, so just to give you a wee bit of information, I've loaded up the survivor version of the game, so this is essentially when you die, you die, that's it. It doesn't carry over. The way the normal game works is you get given a new character every time, but in the normal version of the game, when you die, you can then go find that person again to get your items back. In this version, it's essentially when you die, you've got to start the whole game again. So it's well, quite interesting. So it's dead dark, but I've noticed that what you can do is you can hold this button to scan with the gamepad. You can it pulls up a torch. You've got you've got a torch already. I oh, do. You? See if you put that button away. Uh-huh. See the we see next to your left thumb. Ah, push that. Gives oh, me thinking you had to use the gamepad, but now you can just <laughs> push a button. Right, crossover. It's actually quite. 
Yeah, Sounds like a right pair. Might be a good time man. to try out your radar. Now might be a good time to fucking have a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a character oh. from Game of Thrones. Right, okay, I've touched the screen from my radar and there's a guy somewhere through this door. I think I've got to try and save him. No, this is, you've got to go get his bag. All right. Pick up the queen. Ah, you fucker. I've never actually... Kill Oh! <laughs> just take oh, a guy's that's his br- He's not oh, to kill right, him. Right, I, I'm trying to kill him. Press and hold the button. There we go. Do it. Kill him. Oh, I just took a guy's oh. head off with a cricket bat. Can you think you'd have sex with a stump? <laughs> oh, that ruins it. Right. You play action complete. Oh, that's really annoying. <laughs> Typical bloody Ubisoft. Taking you out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Chivo. Yeah. So right, so I've nicked the guy's bag and got a Uplay achievement. It's so good. Oh. Don't neglect your sleep. sleep. Alright, okay, so I need to go have a sleep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I need to go sleep now. How do I? So remember, keep an eye on the map, because you go the wrong way, you day. Yeah, I'm... there's actually not many zombies in this. I've only seen one, and that was like a scripted thing. I thought. Yeah, was well, this, be... this this is the beginning of the game. All right, should I start? You only it? just got a weapon. When the game loads up, you start kind of having to run away from lots of zombies. It's good fun. All over London, CCTV cameras all over London. <laughs> this guy's getting the bug. This guy's just shut up. I wish it's shut up to be honest. Like, just mate, shut up. Breaking the immersion. Like, I realise there's a guy, you know, we're made to. Think about it in real life terms, though. Imagine you were, were in this situation, right? Mm. And you've got to be aware of everything. Aware of everything. Right. And this guy wait, just wait. won't shut up. Right, we're going outside now. Oh. Uh, oh right, so we use your radar, remember? Alright, okay. Oh, there's something, something back that way. Are you going to go find out? Yeah, of course. You've got a minute, oh, just over a minute is, and a half. Is left. that right? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Why am I scared? There's nothing to be This is like when we tried oh. to play, um, what was it? Oh, there's a zombie, right. Hey, go let's on. go and get him. Take let's him go and get this zombie. Right, so Joe's got a minute and a half left. Oh, is that? Oh, Joe's coming. I put, oh, oh. Oh, but use the gun and <laughs> that was... You had how many? Eight bullets? Eight bullets. And you used, was that six of them? <laughs> I only shot them twice. Oh, oh, oh something. Get your cricket bat. Wait. wait, wait a minute. There's a zombie almost, I imagine. Oh, right there. Oh. It looks like, it's, it's just something we know. Is that, is that PJ O'Reilly? <laughs> oh no, right, oh, I've oh, been killed. Get, there we go, so... Oh, this in, in a first for the, the five minutes in heaven, we still have forty-five seconds right, I'll, left. I'll try and get back to where I was. I, I had to finish. We'll hit B to skip, but I'll be interested to see if you can manage it because you've got to start from the beginning every time. Oh, uh, so you do. So go to cat. I might let you load from the bit where I was on the bed, but to be honest, yeah, survival mode. Is that it? Oh, you're dead. <laughs> so the overall playtime was nine minutes, um, but really you lasted. About four, <laughs> about four minutes. So the first proper enemy that appeared that wasn't scripted killed you. Oh god! So what do you think? Uh, you no, know I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut. I'm gonna let okay. the, the timer go because you know what? Five minutes is five minutes. Yeah. These people demand their blood, <laughs> right? Three, two, one.
<laughs> there we go. So, what did you think of that? I, you know what, that was actually interesting. Um, I don't think I would ever buy that game, but not even for ten pounds and never play it. <laughs> That's the problem. Is like I don't think I would never find the sort of enthusiasm to play it, but it isn't. It, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like it's. That's a ringing endorsement into it. Wow. Put that in the box. Did you put that on Bitsocket Joe. For all the Wii U it's games. It's not as bad as I thought bad. it was going to be. Uh, no, it was quite good. Uh, I like how it does actually use the screen. Like, mm-hmm. that's... How many Wii U games actually use the screen for anything, you know, other than that? Whereas this year, actually, you're constantly looking between the TV screen yeah. and, you know, because you've got to interact with it's your... It's funny, though, how you just say, oh, not a lot of games use it for anything other than the map. It is still a map. No, no, I know, but, but the map has more purpose. Yeah, it's not. not, not you've got to. You've got to look at it thing. through your radar, and you've got to yeah. go through your backpack and all that. Mm. That's pretty cool. It's a cool idea because, yeah. like, a lot of Nintendo, even some Nintendo games recently, haven't really used the pad a lot. Yeah, like, was it the new Donkey Kong game? It's just there's, there's nothing going yeah. on. I mean, the, the off-screen thing's cool. That's the one thing you can't do with this game. Yeah, it's one of the games you cannot play just using the pad because yeah. of how it works. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. Um, it's quite good. The only thing is. It was For just, the two minutes I've played it. Yeah, the only problem is that it's the it's the Ubisoft thing. Like every five seconds, there's another. You play. Yeah, there's another thing on the screen. Just you know, just breaking the game for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate all that. So that was five minutes in heaven. And on the list of games, it's not. Oh, it's not as bad. So let's quickly recap. We've had. I preferred that to Infamous. We've had. I in- preferred that Infamous, to Infamous Dynasty Warriors. Metal, Metal Gear, Gear and this and this and I, I think the, the the king of it is still Dynasty Warriors. King is still Dynasty uh, Warriors. Infamous is my least favorite of the lot, and this is obviously not as good as Metal Gear. So there we go. So so far that's quite yeah. good. So soon we'll actually have a top five. <laughs> yeah. One, one more, and we've got a top five, the longest top five list uh, going. So that was that was good, wasn't it? Uh, well, yeah, let's congratulate it ourselves. Yeah, let's, 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 um, I'm gonna pat. Let's <laughs> be patting the back for you, Joe. <laughs> I wasn't in my back. <laughs> So that was five minutes in heaven. Did you like that? <laughs> I like how you held the note at the end there for a I know, bit. well, I, I like to mix things up. Well, it's the fourth time we've done this intro, but so <laughs> I, need to really, I need to keep my, my interest levels going. So yep. what are we going on to now? Uh, we're going to shotgun top five. You nearly said top shotgun Top five. gun shot five. Top gun shot five. <laughs> so I'm going to go first this time, because okay. you've abused me last week. Right, go on. So I'm going to Test go my for, listing prowess. Test your listing, right. Top five... Right, I'm, I'm trying to think of the wording for this because it's in my head it's really smooth but when it comes out my mouth it's going to sound like garbled shite <laughs> top five characters in fighting games that no one likes to go alright oh aha uh-huh. oh. you see you see that no one likes to go so I've, I've already got a couple actually uh, well there's all, I mean there's always going to be some characters that some guys like no I love lizard man I was just going to say <laughs> lizard man he's <laughs> so good because you've unlocked lizard man oh, oh. For fuck's sake <laughs> yeah lizard man's definitely there he is there nobody likes going lizard man oh god that's a really really hard one oh I've done it I know I've done it he's sweating you've broken <laughs> you've broken me it's on the ropes uh, oh god this is Rocky right. too Dan from Street Fighter which one? Oh, Dan's the one with the pink. Yeah, Dan's on. Yeah, yeah. So Dan from Street Fighter. Nobody right. goes him. I'm gonna start pulling up images of folk playing these characters. As that, well, not right, okay, some no, folk I know, obviously yeah. do. There's always it's, it's folk. The yeah. characters of folk aren't that bothered by. Aye. Oh God, this is really difficult. Actually, there's one in Soul Calibur, but I can't remember her name. You know, do you remember when Soul Calibur Three came out, right? Yes. Vivid. And they had like three new characters in it. There was Zasalamel. <laughs> what? That's shit name. <laughs> It was, uh, you know, uh, it was Zasalamel, anyway, Robert, but, right, and then there was a guy with a big hoop 
that you kind of oh, bladed hook, right? Yeah, she was rubbish. Yeah, she was rubbish. Do you want to find out her name for you? Yeah, go and find out her name, name because she. I, I remember when we saw it, it was like, oh, that's quite a good look, mate, but it, it was rubbish, so no debate. And obviously, Soul Calibur took a big downturn after that. His anyway, entry just so. was it, is it Talim that was introduced in Soul Calibur 2, and she was cracking. Yeah, like, she's cracking, yeah. But I know you're right, that was. Aye. Okay, so that's, aye, so that's Dan Lizardman. <laughs> That girl with a big hoop. Dan Lizardman. I hope, I hope her name rhymes with this as well. So we can keep us, let's go. Let's have uh, a look here. Um, I've got a wee picture of her. Her right, name was... Okay. Her name's Tira. 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 They it. also introduced... There was Zaslamel and... Setsuka. Setsuka yeah. as well. Setsuka was... That was she, she, she had she was the umbrella. The umbrella. And yeah. She was quite good. Yeah, she was good. Anyway, right, sorry. <clears throat> so, yeah, Dan Lizardman and... <laughs> Tira. Captain Memory. Tira. Tira, yeah. Uh, Tira. Oh God! What else is there? The problem is, I, I tend, I do vary it when I play fighting games. So, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Nobody goes. Oh, Jig- Jigglypuff that's a good is one. the worst, the worst Smash Bros. character. Jigglypuff. Yeah, Jigglypuff. And the yet, worst, but really the worst Smash. But I'm trying. Yeah, to well, it's definitely the least used. Have, do you ever mm, go Jigglypuff? Nobody yeah, goes Jigglypuff. That's a good point. <laughs> no one, no one likes Jigglypuff. Yeah. Okay, and the fifth one. Because it looks just like Kirby. That's I, the problem. It looks yeah. like Kirby. But with only like what one move? <laughs> is Jigglypuff even in the most recent one? Yeah, is Jigglypuff's in. Well, I don't know. Oh god, I need to check this. As up. far as I'm concerned, it's like a blind spot. Yeah. I don't even see the character as as yeah. being playable. Yeah. Uh, okay, and last one, the most obvious one for us, anyway. Right. He's in the front of the box of every one of the series. He is. He is the main character <laughs> of the series of games. And yeah, Akira from Street, uh, no, Virtua Fighter is the worst character to go. Like whenever we play Virtua Fighter with pals, like nobody goes to Akira. No one goes him. Aye. The problem with him is he's a he is a good character. He's just really difficult to use. Yeah. really well. Yeah, Virtua Fighter is a game with so much depth to yeah. it. Yeah, um, definitely can't get away with button bashing with him. No, but that's what I mean. That's see, whenever you play it online and somebody you, somebody goes Akira, you know they're going to win because. Because they're obviously good, <laughs> with, obviously them, yeah. good with them, yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. Dan, Lizardman, Tira. Oh, what was the other one before that? Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff and Akira. Is that your and that's your listing? That that's my that's, as well. Yeah, well, I guess that, pretty it, much in the order you thought. They're all equal, yeah. They're right, all, they're all yeah, equal, right? Yeah. Well, that was good though. Okay. That'll only be about twenty minutes of the and eyes getting edited out. Okay, my shotgun top five for you. Right. Uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding like weird, but like, <laughs> top five. Top five panties. What is it? Top five panties in games. <laughs> top five bad old men. Right? Top five bad old men. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's like I was going to say top five old men, but I'm, I'm specifically baddies. Baddies. Old guys. Right. Right? Okay. So right. they can be the coolest ones or whatever, but they have to be. They have to be baddies. Villainous. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, well, off the bat, Revolver Ocelot. Oh, good. That's good. easy. Yeah. Uh, it could probably just do this whole fucking list, use the Mel Gibson. <laughs> no, I'm going to not do that, but I could. <laughs> this is when I always have to kind of turn and my body and look at my shelf of games as well, because my memory isn't as good as Joe's. <laughs> right, top five old men. Bad old men. Bad old men. Bad old men. I'm, I'm thinking of a few game series and I'm like, I don't know what age that guy is. <laughs> like, would you count... His name the baddie from Zone Enders, Omen. Omen? Uh, he looks really... old, he's bald. Aye. He's, he's bald, he's... that makes him old, doesn't <laughs> it? And his skin is like completely white. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, want, I nah, want to know what age he is. I don't know. No. I don't, I'm going to say no to no. him, he doesn't count. Okay, right. So, we've got Revolver Ocelot. Yep. Dracula from Castlevania. Good. He's 
fucking ancient. Yeah. He always looks quite good. Yeah. Like, he does, he does. Dracula yeah. keeps himself looking well. Aye. But aye. Well, no, no, it depends Dracula. what Castlevania game you're playing because Castlevania 64, it's the wee boy. And in Castlevania aye, Dawn of Sorrow, the, it's you. Aye, but still the fucking. Still. Dracula's still ancient. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah, like, okay, I suppose. Here's Dr- Technically, Dracula's a four year old. Well, that's part of the. I don't know if this is a spoiler territory, part of the new Castlevania games. In fact, it can be a spoiler because the newest fucking games are about. Uh, you are Dracula so <laughs> oh he spoiled it even though the second game that's the whole premise in the back of the box uh, oh I had another one there now I don't know if he's evil right right but Shundi Shundi and, uh, no no fucking Shundi Lao Chan Lao Chan from Virtua Fighter because he looks he, evil uh, he's the meant to be the bad he's right, the bad so you, can just, you, know, you can tell from a, a fighting game character's face mm-hmm. whether they're meant to be a goodie or a baddie you can, he's obviously a baddie uh, and Lao Chan fucking kicks ass uh, he is, he he's does. The, he, it's like it's like going Mitsurugi and Soul Calibur. He's a cheat. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so, so good. good. Yeah. He's just it's all about the, he's got the punches, the kicks. He's got everything. <laughs> punches, the kicks, everything. <laughs> so just to recap, so so far we've got Revolver Ocelot, Dracula, <laughs> once the most ancient of evil, uh, and we've got Shundi, a guy with tuberculosis. Lao Chan is not Shundi, it's Lao Chan. Fucking Lao Chan, who's got tuberculosis. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> um, right. I'm hitting a bit of a wall now. Yeah. How old's Bowser? <laughs> <laughs> He's a bloke. Um, right, I need to. Right. Oh god. Old and evil. Oh, right, there's an obvious one you're missing. There's got to be a man as well. Yeah. Right, what's the obvious one I'm missing? Right, fucking, you talk about it all the time. Your favourite bit in one of your favourite games from one of the best series ever. I don't want to give you. Right, th- are you talking right. Ganondorf? Yeah. Is he old? Though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, always like thinking, right, there's a line. Is he pension age old? Is he just like, in a, you know, when you're 10 and you look at a, a 25 year old and you're like, you're old. Aye, Ganondorf. Ganondorf specifically Wind Waker, from Ganondorf. Wind Waker yeah. because he wears, I suppose he, he looks like he's filled out. A wee bit like, he's got a big kimono, but you think, is that because you can't fit into your trousers anymore? <laughs> well, your ocarina of time trousers. I'll always say he looks fat. I think he looks fucking muscly. He looks like he's built. In he, never t- he never takes the kimono he off. He doesn't though. take the kimono so off. Right? It could be. It's like a bit like um, it's like that guy's cat that's both dead and alive. Ganondorf, <laughs> is, both, Ganondorf is both muscly and fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. M- muscly and obese. He's not old, old. But um, the senator from Metal Gear Rising... Would you count him? Uh, would you no, count him? I wouldn't. He's not allowed in. No, he's Why? Not. What's the difference? He's not actually an old guy. He's, but he's... we don't know how old G- Gandalf could be 24. <laughs> he's just been passed into like dark realm. Like, just passed... He's probably not aged a day since the first time he fucking stole the Triforce. <laughs> just keep parting him away into like the Phantom Zone. <laughs> fucking he hangs out there with like General Zod for Superman. <laughs> General Zod for Superman. <laughs> There's like gods in Azura's Wrath are thousands of years old, but I feel like again I'm kinda of cheating. Yeah. I've gone I've gone for Dracula. <laughs> once you once you go Dracula, you don't go back. Bacula. Bacula. Once you go Dracula, you don't go Bacula. <laughs> That's definitely the tagline for a shit nineteen seventies porn film. One hundred percent. In fact, fucking Robotnik. There we go. There we go. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let that. Right, so yeah. the last right. So this is from so this is to the best right. evil old man. Yeah. Even then, Ravorovsalot's not really evil, is he? Because he was always on your side. Just, <laughs> don't think about just, it. Don't it was that hand that he had that <laughs> took him over, but the hand didn't really take him over. It was all nanomachines, but it wasn't really nanomachines. It was just hyp- hypnosis and drugs. <laughs> At the end, the whole thing is he was just 
drunk and hypnotised. <laughs> Paul McKenna, right? Paul McKenna, right, so, let's, let's 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 start the list. Yeah. Okay, so number five, we're going to stick in Robotnik. Right. It was fucking there because I looked at a Sonic game on my list. So Robotnik, followed by Ganondorf. No, yeah, I followed by Ganondorf. Right. Then we've got. I'm going to say his name again wrong, aren't I? Lao Chan. Lao Chan. Yes! First time I've said it right. Mm. Lao Chan, number three. Number two, we're going to have Dracula. Right. Fucking Dracula. Yeah. Number one, Volver Although, we've already established he wasn't really evil. <laughs> yeah. Is he even a man? <laughs> is he even a Does man? Does he even have a revolver? <laughs> is, he even, is he even old? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Nanomachines. <laughs> there we go, that's... Nanomachines, son. Nanomachines. Oh, fucking... That was that was a good list, wasn't it? That was that wasn't pure torture <laughs> for everyone concerned. I'm so much better than you. At that. Half the time you're giving me, you only gave me one answer that time though. For the I last know. list, I think you provided four out of the five. Come on, Scott. This this bears. Right there we go. That's it. One for the ages. I hope you're all writing that down because I'm not repeating it. <laughs> this podcast deletes itself once you've listened yeah. to it. If you've watched any bit of soccer videos or listened to our podcast, you'll know that me and Scott talk about the classics that we like a lot, like the Yakuza games or Metal Gear Solid or Zeldas. But we're going to talk about some we're going to talk about some essential games over the next few podcasts. But we're going to stay away from the cliches. So first up, we've got Scott here, and that's what me, ga- hello. And what game are you putting onto our essential list? Can I just say on behalf of all the listeners, that's did you rehearse that in your head? Because that was really good. Uh, no, I just came. Yeah. That just came right out of your mouth. Yeah. Except the bit where you talked about Zelda's. Ah, uh, Zelda's. Oh, son. The legends of Zelda's. Zelda. Son, geezers of Zelda's over. <laughs> your, your mother's tired. Don't bother. Don't bother him. He's playing his Zelda's. He's playing his Zelda's. Playing his Mario's and his Zelda's. Uh, right. So, game number one that we're going to introduce into the essential list. Essential. Essential. Do you like that? I'm going to call it the essential list. Essential list. Yeah. So, these are games to play in the bath. <laughs> Essentially, we're going to introduce Blur. Uh, Blur. Good, good. Classic Britpop yeah. band. Yeah. So, Blur, wh- wh- why are you putting that on the essential why list? Why Blur is... Blur is one of those games that... When it actually it came out when I was still um, a student working in the video game shop, and it was one of those games that kind of it just bombed. It bombed so hard because there was a few things, and one reason I don't know if there was one reason that was actually very well expanded upon. Um, there was a game that came out the week before called Split Second, Split Second, Split yeah. Second Velocity from I think it was Disney that yeah. published that, and then Blur followed the same the, the kind of week like, the week after it. And then that kind of had a massive knock-on effect for like, well, no one's going to buy a second driving game mm-hmm. the week after. So what Activision did is the actual the copies of Blur were way more expensive. Like we were when we got it in, we were told, right, you're selling this for fifty four pounds, yeah, which was way higher than any other fucking game going. <laughs> I know, I know. And the the reason for that was Activision knew that Split Second was coming out, and so they put the actual the unit price for when you were actually buying a copy of Blur as a shop because they have to pay. The unit price, and then shops sell it for its recommended retail price. They sold. Do it I say that again? I think I think there's a few folk that are still awake. See so if you say recommended retail price again. I think they might. Price. You might just get the ones that are still awake. Recommended retail price. That's oh Jesus! Fuck like... Jesus! Fuck. Um, so they just sold it higher. So when we got, I think we got two copies in, and they just sat there for ages. <laughs> the real reason I'm adding it in is because until they brought out, until Sega brought out the kind of Sonic, Sonic racing games. Yeah, even to. then, the second one was the fucking. The good one. The, 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 well, no, the first one was good, but yeah. the second one's the best yeah. one. It was the best way to play a Mario Kart game or a Mario Kart style game on the Xbox yeah. and the PS3. It was just nuts. Mm. It was properly 
bizarre. It was just, it was all sold in this idea that oh, imagine a driving game where you get real cars. You've got real proper cars you could in theory buy if you had fucking tons of money. <laughs> but just firing missiles at each yeah, other yeah. and firing lightning, and yeah. it was just such a fun game. Especially it was one of the, the few games that encouraged split screen multiplayer. I mean, four player. And that was just nuts, and you had the AI going as well. It was. So it was good. Know. What was good about it? Do you think it was good to have the weapons into it. Then do you think that was definitely. Would you, just, would you have preferred that it was just a normal racing game? No, or I think it, I think if they'd, I mean, they made good racing games. There's no two ways about it. Bizarre mm-hmm. Creations made good racing games, but I think it was the addition of the weapons that just gave it that kind of nice wee novelty fun fact. I mean, you could turn them. I think you'd actually turn them off anyway. Yeah. But it just gave it that kind of. Fun that I think was missing from a lot of kind of other racing games. I think like games like Forza Gran Turismo, they're good. They're good games. They have their place, but I always find they're a bit po faced. They're, they're very much right. We're a simulation. This is how we play it. They, they, this isn't a simulation. It's more. It is more akin to games like maybe Ridge Racer, Mario Kart games that aren't really based on real life handling. I mean, if you fucking play a Ridge Racer game, it's not, <laughs> there's nothing of reality there, but they're great fun, and yeah. that's what this game was. Yeah, it was just a great fun game. One of the, the main reasons I love it. I mean, there's a lot. The weapons are good fun. The, well, the power ups, say, are great fun. The driving's great. Loads of cars to choose from. Split screen multiplayer. But what I love the most about it is that anyone can win. Hi. <laughs> When you pick it up and play it, the amount of times that I've sat and me and Alison, the first time we played it, she beat me. <laughs> when we first played with our friend Chris, he beat both of us. <laughs> and that's it. it. It's not like... It's not like a, a game like Ridge Racer, which brilliant. Don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love Ridge Racer games. But there's a, there is an element of skill involved. And I think it's harder for someone... Like when I play Joe, for example, Joe horses me because he's <laughs> much better at Ridge Racer than I am. And it's good fun to play, but... You get less enthusiastic about thinking of playing it because you think, well, I'm just going to fucking lose. <laughs> it's going to be good fun playing it. I'm going to lose. Whereas a game like Blur, there's still a level of skill involved, but it's a lot more accessible. There's that kind of chance that, oh, anyone could win it. And a wee bit like games like Mario Kart. Like, get the right power up at the right time, you can win. The blue I, shell. The blue shell. But it's, <laughs> but it's also one of those games where you can fight back from being an eighth to first. Yeah. You can really you can do that in a lap, a yeah. lap and a half. Whereas other games... If you're further back, you're like, oh, I might as well just restart because I'm not winning this. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of Blur, is that open accessibility combined with great fun handling and just brilliant split-screen multiplayer, which is always something I'm going to push for because getting your pals on the sofa, all playing together, is always going to trump any form of headset gaming and online stuff. Aye, definitely. You know, love it. And it's, I don't know, it's just a heartbreaking thing. Aye. We won't get a sequel, it's just that's... A line's kind of drawn under that, mm. but but half the team are working. You know, they, half the team were responsible for that. They were also responsible for Sonic Racing Transformed. Mm-hmm. That's why the weapons and all that were so good. In the yeah, and it is. I'd, I'd say like if if you can't find a copy of Blur, Sonic Racing Transformed, Sonic Racing Transformed, Transformed is a good second. It is great, but I would yeah. say you could probably get Blur. Uh, you can get cheap most places. I'm sure. I think I've bought various copies for yeah. gifts over the years. Yeah. and it is. It's definitely if you see it, buy it. Even if you're not that into racing games I think it's one of those games that can really convert you aye definitely, that, definitely. Uh, so that's Blur which we're putting mm. into the essential essential I'm really glad I mispronounced that essential it sounds like better Roger Moore <laughs> so and Joe you're going to introduce a game as well yeah so if, I mean obviously we're staying away from the obvious classics the Marios and the Zeldas and the Metal Gear Solids and you all that you just love saying Zeldas I know Zeldas I th- right, so the game that I want to put in the essential list and it's it was kind of forgotten about when it first got released but then there's a kind of resurgence of interest, right? Mm-hmm. Valkyria Chronicles for the PlayStation 3. Ooh. 
it's not perfect by any means, Valkyria Chronicles, but it's one of my favourite strategy games. Difficult title to say quickly. Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles. You're an actor. What am I so fat? You get fat. <laughs> All the other people who have played Batman get ashamed of you. <laughs> Adam West doesn't call anymore. Yeah. No, Valkyria Chronicles is... Uh, for those that aren't aware, it's a, it's a strategy game for the PlayStation 3, and it's sort of it's a hybrid between being a real-time sort of action game, but also a turn-based strategy game, because you've got an overhead map of, of the, the, the lay of the land with your uh, various units. You know, you've got your um, scouts, you've got snipers, you've got uh, heavy machine gun, you've got... Uh, tanks. Tanks, obviously. So you use overhead view to see where they are, see where the enemy is, if you can see them. Uh, and then you choose one of your units and it goes right down into a third-person shooter view. And you have to run about in real time and dodge cover fire, uh, dodge crossfire and get into cover and use your turn and do a, you know, do a shoot. Do, uh, do a shoot. Either, either shoot something or disable some sandbags or mines or something. It's really, really clever. And there's a lot of settings behind it that make it, I don't know, that every level is really, really interesting. And it's got a great story to it as well. Yeah. And a great art style. It's just, it I was going like to say, a... one of the big things with Valkyrie Chronicles is that it's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous animation. Yeah, it looks like... As well. It looks like... You know how when you see a cel-shaded game mm. and you can tell they've just done it lazily, you're like, oh, they've just put a cel-shaded filter on it just to kind of make it look distinctive, but it's rubbish. Whereas there are a few games that really use cel-shading really, really well, like Jet Set Radio, Wind Waker, uh, Okami... Mm-hmm. Well, Valkyria Chronicles is part of that because it uses it to have this sort of watercolour effect. Yeah. You know, the edges of the screen are sort of vignetted and this little, you know, the, the desaturated and the, the, the characters all look really animated and brought to life. And it really makes, I don't know, it just it adds to the experience and makes it just feel a bit more special. And it's also, it's got the the great thing, the team behind it were responsible for Skies of Arcadia and you can see that in it because all the big... Super tanks in the game. They all, <laughs> all look like the big flying ships from Valkyrie Chronicles and things. It's, yeah, I know it's great, and it's got that sort of Japanese thing where um, it's sort of an alter- alternate, alternate universe t- retelling of a real world event, World War Two, and it touches on some sort of I don't know, pr- pretty heavy subjects, but it's it managed to. Well, it's got a, a kind of undercurrent theme about racism, yeah, and things like that. It's, what I was going to say as well, the the visual style very much fits into its setting. So it does have that kind of European yeah. style art, which is yeah. the kind of watercolours, and that's that's one of the, the things that attracted me to it. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since I've I've completed it a few years ago, and it's been a while since I've played it properly. I've, I sit down with it now and again, but it is one of those games that you really need to take some time to play because each there's I think there's twenty levels in it in the campaign, but each one takes a few hours because they're very intricate. There's a lot of stuff you've got to do. Um, you know, even just moving forward in the game. It takes a lot of work to not just get your guys killed. <laughs> and we were, t- we were talking about Fire Emblem earlier, and you know how you get the permanent death if somebody dies, you don't get them back. That's what happens in Valkyria Chronicles. And well, I managed to keep Because th- I think if they're injured, if you can get to them, they're okay. you can save them, but if you don't, that's if, uh, gone. Yeah, and I managed to save everybody apart from one of my soldiers, and at the end of the game, it just says, oh, she died. Because <laughs> like, you no, you've got a book that kind of keeps the. You know, as the game continues, the book fills up with. What your characters have been up to and you know what their mm. story is. One of them was a wee bit shorter than the rest of them because she died. <laughs> so, <laughs> aye. No, Valkyria Chronicles is, is definitely it's a game that it used to be really, really valuable. Like you, it was hard to find. It was really yeah. it was worth a lot of money. But I think they reissued it and now it's actually quite cheap. You can get it for less than twenty quid most places. I think it was. Do I remember um, again from mm. working in the video game shop? It was one of those games you could buy it for mm. about twenty quid, but you could sell it back online for yeah. like forty yeah. because it was just it was such a limited yeah. print run. But I think the kind of 
the enthusiasm for the game really yeah. got more and more copies yeah. going. But obviously not enough people bought it or its sequel because Valkyria Chronicles 3 has been out in Japan for like three years now and we've still yeah. not seen it here, which is a shame. Yeah. I think Valkyria Chronicles 2 just wasn't as good as the first one. The first one had a um, real form of momentum to it. There was 20 distinct levels, whereas Valkyria Chronicles 2 you were redoing the same levels over and over again, which was it got kind of boring. It's not just that as well. Releasing a PSP game in the West yeah. isn't a guarantee for big sales. Aye. It's a shame. Cause the PSP and, and also the Vita, I suppose, mm. are great handheld consoles. The problem is mm. they do much better in Japan than they do mm. anywhere else. So it, releasing a game on that and hoping it'll have enough sales <laughs> to ju- justify a third one yeah. doesn't work, yeah. which is a shame. But Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles... Unlike Blur, which is a game you buy because you want to get your pals around, Valkyria Chronicles is the kind of game you buy when you know you've got some time by yourself yeah. to play. Uh, if you like JRPGs, or if you like turn-based strategy games, uh, or even if you like third-person shooters and want something a wee bit different, I would say if you can find a copy, get, give it a shot, because it, honestly it's one of my favourite PlayStation 3 games. Mm-hmm. And it goes on the essential list. The essential list. <laughs> Tomorrow is Joseph's birthday. Hey! Fucking sad act. Fucking cheering his own birthday. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Did you buy your own birthday cake this year? No, I didn't actually get a birthday cake. Because well, it's not your birthday tomorrow, though. Yeah, but the party. You don't eat yeah, your but, birthday cake in advance. But the party's oh, passed. You fucking do them. Aye, the party's <laughs> you passed. Fuck, you, just, you do them, don't you, you Joe? Oh, yeah, big fatty. Oh, yeah, fucking boy. <laughs> so, Joe's birthday tomorrow, which is the 12th of May. Yeah. So, I'm just saying that so that when people listen to it, they'll be like, oh shit, that was last week. <laughs> I didn't send him a card. <laughs> And we thought we would ask you uh, for your best and worst video game presents. A lot of them are quite funny because a lot of them are like, oh, I got an amazing present and then something bad happened. This is one I could, there's a few that I really enjoyed here. Chris McCluskey, he got the Rugrats game for the PlayStation 1 in 1998, <laughs> the same year that Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 2, Gran Turismo, Tekken 3 and Tenchu came out. Imagine that. Oh, Imagine, that's, the thing is, the Rugrats game was... Uh, a game with Rugrats in it, so I mean, you can't complain. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Anime Crimin, best, worst, are the same. Got a Bomberman, played all night at a magical birthday sleepover. A magical birthday sleepover? I think he got his home. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, uh, inverted commas, pal, stole it, never seen it ah, again. Ah, that's awful. Yeah. One here from Graham White, I, I really like this one. Best present I got was the SNES with Super Mario World when I was six. I, I got that as well. I don't know if I was six, though. But I got it. <laughs> Worst present was Happy Feet for the Wii when he was 20. <laughs> what? That would mean that would mean by the time... Why would they buy that for a 20-year-old? <laughs> but I think that means, though, by the time Graham's 30, he'll probably be getting... What's the worst game? <laughs> Some awful, uh. tragic game. <laughs> Richie Morgan from GameWank. Oh, My yeah. girlfriend bought me Sonic in the Black Knight as a gift. She took it back after watching me trying to enjoy it. Uh, have you ever been there having to pretend that you like something? Because uh, Yes, oh, a lot. God. A lot. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, got Monkey Island from Atari ST when I was young and it didn't work past disc one. Too shy to say so. The best and worst. That was from Tengushi on Twitter. That's gotten as well. When you get something and you love it, but it doesn't quite work. Okay, Gavin Aitken. Best either my Game Boy or PS2. Didn't expect it at all that year. Worst, the games that came with the PS2. Red Faction. <laughs> the thing is, I've been in a similar situation because for Christmas one year, I got a PlayStation 2, but the only game I got for it that Christmas and the only game I could play until I yeah. went to the shop the next day was Dave Mira BMX. Dave Mira BMX, the classic. 
<laughs> Tony Hawk's beta. It was, that was t- David a BMX two. <laughs> oh, oh, the sequel. The sequel, even, aye. even better. Yeah. Um, I remember when I got my PS two as well. That was uh, so so good. Though my parents didn't know that I needed it. It was for my birthday. Can't remember what age it was. No memory card. No memory card. And I had a copy of GTA three. No memory card. And I don't know why. I don't know. What if I got birthday money? If I just didn't like from other people, I just didn't spend on anything useful. Because <laughs> I remember having to wait to save up for the memory card. So by the time I got the memory card, I completed the first island in GTA Three, and what must have been like record time because <laughs> I played it so many times yeah. that when I finally got it, it was like an hour. I speed run it. It was yeah, like I was the same when I got my Dreamcast. I didn't have a memory card for it, so I played through Sonic Adventure like Fuck. from start to finish like 10 times sounds like a punishment mode like <laughs> uh, let's have a look Pablo Clark on Twitter my Spanish cousin gave me second hand Game Boy on my 11th birthday and that Christmas he got Link's Awakening Ooh. oh such a game Aye. such a game such a such a game such, such games <laughs> Um, here's one here this is I mean I'd like to be this guy's brother Rich Woodward on Twitter last year I got my brother F0X Micro Machines Mario Tennis Pilot Wings and then 64 and the Okami art book bloody hell do you think I mean am I too old to be adopted (laughs) into someone else's family (laughs) because that's pretty good oh this is a bit Adam Plays Games got uh, three different copies of the Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection for the Xbox 360 <laughs> and PS3. Is that not a good thing, though? Like, well, one copy's quite good. Yeah, three copies. Three is... copies, bit much. <laughs> bit much. Because you only get two hands. It's not that you get more games. Two it's like, more games. Like, <laughs> a multiplayer. Yeah, I've got three collections, so you know, that means 80, uh, 120 games, doesn't it? Yeah. No. <laughs> How many copies of Alex the Kid is that? Oh, God. I love calling it Alex the Kid. Because you know it enrages me so much. It enrages much. you. Aye. You get an angry erection. <laughs> just beat it off the table. So thanks for getting in touch with your best and worst video game presents. So what's your best, best best or worst? I mean, well, probably, I mean, probably getting the PS2 was amazing. But yeah. I, I, pr- I think when it came to the whole like pleading and the whole like debate, you know when you're, you're younger and you try and figure out like, oh, if I get this and this, this is about like, mm. I remember finding a PlayStation 1 deal I think it was something like Dixon's or Curry's. There was a one of them had a tiny wee shop on Kilmarnock High Street. Yeah. I think it must have been Dixon's. Yeah. And they had a deal where and it was probably something fucking if I saw it now, but that's ridiculous. But you got the PlayStation One, a controller, obviously, a memory card and four games. So I think I'm sure I went for Tekken Three, Tomb Raider One, a mystery game. I can't remember a what game. Like, the game. It might just be it, it wasn't Discworld Two. In my memory, you had had this. I did, but I don't know if I got it at that time. But I've got a feeling I might have been. And Ninja, um, called Ninja Shadow. Oh, Oh. Shadow Assassin or something like that. Something like that. Actually, no, Ninja Shadow of Darkness. Ninja Shadow. Where you go like a ninja dressed in bright purple clothes, and it was total shite. Even had a lava level in it. (laughs) Um, But no, but I did. Like I remember at the time, just that was probably the beginning of me properly getting into games. Hmm. But probably the worst. The worst video game thing was probably when I begged and begged and pleaded and begged for a copy of Wu Tang Clan Taste the Pain on the PlayStation <laughs> One. I was like, I wasn't even fucking into the Wu Tang Clan. I was only like, what, 12? And oh. just like, I had to have it. And my dad was like, right, I've spoken to your mum, I've convinced her. I got it and it was bullshit. <laughs> and I still maintained for a wee while, oh, but no, I was fucking awful and I still have a copy not the original because I got rid of that but I I did buy it again um, just to have it but it is genuinely (laughs) genuinely awful how about you what's your best and worst well the one that comes to mind 
is actually it's kind of both the same because it was the year that Perfect Dark came out and I was desperate for Perfect Dark because Craig down the road from me he had it and we loved playing it cause it was even better than Goldeneye yeah. I thought right and I was desperate for this game and I was like mum I know it's an 18 but can I, I, I play I know it was an 18 Fuck. can I please have Perfect Dark for my Christmas and she was like no no it's an 18 you're not getting it you're not getting it and I was like no but it's not real. It shouldn't really be an eighteen. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It shouldn't and, really be an eighteen. And she's like, "No, it's you're not. I'm not getting it, son." So it was shaping up to be a really disappointing Christmas because the one thing I wanted more than anything, I wasn't allowed to have mm. uh, until eventually my mum sat me down and said, "Right, look, son, you're not getting this game." In fact, no, it was my dad. You're not getting this game, right, son? So honestly, we need to have something. You need to have something else. Something. We're not getting you perfect dark for your birthday. Yeah, that's your, for your Christmas. So that's when I was like. Well, I suppose, I suppose you you could get me a Dreamcast instead. So wow, I know I felt like such a dick, but it did turn into the best Christmas because I got a Dreamcast. So got a Dreamcast. So what I thought was going to be the worst became the best because I got the Dreamcast. How many months before the end of the Dreamcast did you get your Dreamcast? It was like a month later. A month later, <laughs> so he was like, "Sorry about that." Did you not say something like your dad said? Uh, Are you back to lose our son? You're back to lose our son. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I, uh, the, 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 the whole thing with the. The Dreamcast, it was that Christmas, it sold amazingly well, and then in January, Sega said, Oh, wait, that's it, we're cutting it, we're cutting the cord, we're not doing it anymore. And then, but, but even though the Dreamcast was discontinued that year, it was the best year for the Dreamcast because you had Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online came out after they discontinued the Dreamcast. Really? Or after they announced the discontinuation mm. of the Dreamcast. That's, when yeah. did Shenmue come out? Uh, Shenmue came out just before, but Shenmue 2 came out the year that it got discontinued. Yeah. That seems mad. I know, it's it? mental. Like, just because when I mean, a lot of companies now say, right, that's us finishing this, yeah. it's usually the dregs that are still. Well, not always, but you, usually you find when a new generation begins, mm. the last games before it are usually quite good. Like, for example, like near the end of the PS2, you had like Okami and Shadow of the Colossus. Like, a lot of brilliant games that looked yeah. great. And then yep. the PlayStation 3 came out. But then, if they were, you were saying, like, ah, oh, but what about the last actual PS2 games? Yeah. They were just, yeah. Of, yeah. just FIFA games constantly, yeah. year on year. That's good, though. I like how you, you you went to the well for a wee drink, and you couldn't get a drink, so you just dived into the well. <laughs> Soaked yourself in uh. it. Anyway, so that's the end of another Bit Socket podcast. It is indeed. Thanks for listening. Maybe someday soon I'll have enough free time so I can actually make some videos again. Yeah, that, that one we shot last week, which we're really proud of, which uh, still hasn't been edited. I've been too busy. But... And you've sold the camera. <laughs> I know. I've sold, actually sold the camera. Sold the camera. Yeah, we've got a new camera on its way, so... Fantastic. So, yeah. And we won't make videos with it. Just, <laughs> just so you know, we have the potential to do it. So, remember to subscribe and review the podcast as well. Any wee comments or feedback is greatly appreciated because... We like to know what he's, mm. if there's things that we're doing that you think are amazing, which must be the whole. Mm. Also, whole, whole it's Scott that it's Scott that does the podcast, and he's kind of it's equivalent of a dog driving a car. So, like, <laughs> so any any pointers would be any pointers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, Runaway train. Yep. Get involved in Twitter and Facebook as well, just at BitSocket, and maybe on YouTube we'll have a new video soon. Maybe one day. I mean, there'll be one in the next year or so. <laughs> definitely, we yeah. can say that for sure. <laughs> for sure. Keep BitSocket. Keep BitSocket. Thank you.